The Holy Gospel according to Matthew in the 21st chapter. You, O Lord. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? And Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another. If we say from heaven, he will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we do not know. And he said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. And the father went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first. And Jesus said to them, truly, I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Let us pray. O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts and our minds this morning be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Have you ever known someone with authority issues? Authority issues is the theme running throughout today's gospel. The chief priests and elders take issue with Jesus' authority. The two sons challenge their father's authority. But they're not the only ones with authority issues. You, me, we, we all have authority issues. But I'm not talking about authority issues in the way we usually understand them. In our usual understanding of authority, the obvious question in today's gospel is whether we recognize and submit to the authority of Jesus and of God. That question, though, is so obvious that I wonder if it's not the question at the heart of today's gospel. It's so obvious that I think there must be something more going on. To jump on that question as the obvious and only question to be answered only reveals our misunderstanding of what true authority is. Often we're confused about authority. We misunderstand it to be based on credentials and expertise, a thick resume, years of education, successes and accomplishments, status and reputation, or the position held in relationship to another person. We assume that authority comes from outside a person and that it is given by their circumstances. And in this understanding, some have authority and others do not. 
Who do you think you are? What gives you the right to tell me what to do? Or to use a phrase from childhood, you're not the boss of me. Or Teo's words right now, no. Those phrases represent our usual way of understanding authority. We don't like someone else teaching us, correcting us, or telling us what to do. And we hear that in the challenge of the chief priests and the elders to Jesus. By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? And we see it in the refusal of the two sons to go to the vineyard. There is, however, another authority issue at play in today's gospel. And that issue is our own failure and sometimes our own refusal to recognize, claim, and exercise the authority within us to go to the vineyard. And that's the authority issue I believe this gospel is holding before us today. The source of our authority is our God who sees us and walks with us and tells us over and over and over again that we are God's own beloved children. And as such, we are co-laborers, collaborators, known by name. So let me push you a little bit on this authority issue. If you think God is the boss of you, you've misunderstood authority. Let go of that idea. God is not the boss of you. God is not the boss of me. God is not the boss of us. God is our author, creator, sustainer. Every day, God authorizes us to enter and sends us into God's vineyard to act in this world with God's authority and on God's behalf through the gifts that God has bestowed upon each one of us. We who ought to have received the wrath of God, yet have received God's abundant love and grace, are called children of the Most High, co-laborers of the work of God's kingdom, God's kingdom, and stewards of the talents, gifts, resources, and energies for God's glory. And God loves us, knows the travesties we experience in this life, and has empowered us with a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love. True authority comes from within. It always does. It's an interior God-given quality, not an exterior circumstance. And that's what the chief priests and elders failed to understand. I think that's why Jesus was always so aggravated with the religious leaders. They chose to exchange their God-given authority for human power. And sometimes we do, too. That's what's happening in much of our world today. In the absence of true authority, there will always be power struggles. Look at the gridlock of our political system and yesterday's scramble to keep the government open. Look at the wars throughout the world. Look at the conflicts in your own relationships. Those are about power, not authority. Our leaders exercise power, but very few exercise authority. In the exercise of power, we look to our own interests, but 
In the exercise of authority, we look to the interests of others. Think about the people who hold authority for you. They're not concerned about themselves. They do not dominate or control you. They inspire you. They call forth from you faith, hope, and trust. They expand your world, open new possibilities, and bring forth life and gifts in yourself that you never knew were there. They cause you to reevaluate your life, change your mind, and to live differently. It sounds a lot like Jesus, and it's very different from those who exercise power over you. I'll always remember and give thanks for the authority of Susie, Lee, and Brian, and Stu and Judy, and others who served as early mentors in my life. Because I can recall the abundant love in their lives that their active listening presence and wisdom were not just their personality traits. They were the divine attributes in their lives, gifts God had bestowed upon them that created space and place for me and for others that invited us to discover our own authority, that showed us the way to the vineyard of our own lives. There are people in our congregation who have no leadership position, title, or theological credentials, and yet they have such great authority. And you know who they are. You hear it in the way that they pray. You feel it in their love for you and for others. And they too show us the way to the vineyard. That's what authorities do. But it's not about them. It doesn't come from them. All authority originates in God. But it's not exclusive to God. God shares God's authority with us and it is nothing less than God's own divine attributes. We are steeped in God's abundant love that dares to go through the chaos of our lives and seeks us, embraces us, and nurtures us. Through our Savior, Jesus Christ, and by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the expression and manifestation of God's life in and through our own. And that shared authority exists in us and is revealed by us as the many varied charisms, the gifts that God has imparted on each of our lives. That means that every one of us has authority. As one of your pastors, I do not have more authority than you. I do not have better authority than you. I just have a different authority. God gives each of us gifts and authority unique to our lives. And God is generous, extravagant with the gifts God gives and the authority God shares. We all have God-given gifts and authority. There is no one without authority. The chief priests and the prostitutes both have it. The disciples and the crowds do too. The difference isn't that some have authority and others don't. The difference is that some recognize and exercise their authority, and others do not. And regardless, God knows and sees the authority that God has given us and waits for us to see and to know it too. 
And when we do, we change our mind and we go to the vineyard. So let me push you a little bit more. What is the authority God has given you? What gifts? What divine attributes has God bestowed upon you? Are you living from that authority and sharing those gifts? Have you gone to the vineyard? Or are you simply mouthing the answers you think that God wants to hear? Amen.